Welcome to the MSS Podcast. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. MSS Expectations. My name is Cassidy Charles. My name is Corey Brewer. My name is Thomas Dyer. So expectations to me is anything that is a like a general idea of who you're supposed to be mm. to anyone. Or like in, what you're supposed to do. Exact like what is expected of you or of things that are supposed to happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So for instance on Twitter, you mm. would see relationship goals or um, these girls or guys in a relationship posting, my significant other did this, this, and that for me, and then it goes viral, or um, anything that's just... I just you know, that's, that's the, that, that stuff, uh, what is it? Uh, relationship goals. Yeah. That phrase, uh, used around a lot and things like that, it sets up, okay, this is how a relationship is supposed to be. Mm. This is a loss of individuality for couples. It's insane, and it's kind of gross. Uh, you know, because we're posting like things like Cassidy said, those things should already happen or maybe they don't happen because your relationship is different from the other person's and there's nothing wrong with that. Like whenever people say like, you're supposed to be like, oh, these, this couple's so cute, but, and they don't say that about you. That doesn't mean anything. They're just, sorry, they're. There is nothing special about being the exact same as other couples. That's what I'm trying to get to. So if you're exactly like other couples, then... Then what's your relationship? Exactly. What's your relationship? The same as everybody else's? Oh, goodness. That's gross. Your relationship should be about you and the other person, not about what you look like to the outside world. If you're really like happy with your significant other, then you should be doing nothing but everything with your significant other. Whoa, whoa everything? Not everything, <laughs> but like whoa, whoa, when you're whoa, whoa. with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what about self-inflicted uh, expectations? Mm. Oh, sometimes it's toxic, especially it's, now. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking around and we see Mark Zuckerberg or whoever that... Successful people in general. Sure, right. And... They had a really, we don't see any of the hard work that they put in. We just see when they blow up and become Mm -hmm. very successful. It's also interesting that you bring up successful, right? You say that they're successful. Well, what does that actually mean? It doesn't mean anything. That's very That just means what the ideal success is, right? Because success is, you know, for whatever person it is, is that's the success for them. And that's different. Uh, What is it? Subjective. That's what it is. That's what the word I was looking for. Yeah. So when you consider something successful, then that's what society says it's successful. Successful in society equals money. Equals money, exactly. Yes, yes. So, ah, and that's gross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really bad. And and It's not happiness. And then then we see that. We see that with um, uh, parents, right? Uh, Parents of children who are attorneys or they're doctors. So then their entire childhood is wrapped around this expectation that they'll go into a line of work that has money for them too. You know what I mean? Like, and they'll be safe and financially and they won't go into anything, you know? The exact gag is that they'll have so much debt to pay off from medical school or from law school that they'll really, in actuality, be making so little money. Mm -hmm. Most of it goes to paying for a house that you can't afford so you Mm -hmm. can look cool. 
paying for <clears throat> school that you went to so you could have this profession that you didn't even want so you're not really happy yeah so your life is basically a lie exactly I mean, eventually you would be able to pay off the debt with the high income and then maybe the second part of your life will be okay but i mean that's only if but you like your job long. i mean mm-hmm. and that's also that's also where i'd like to get into the you know the mix of considering going to college for a, a phd like that's that's a long time right. that you're putting your life dedicated to education whereas everybody else is traveling and doing like mm-hmm. different things like that and actually enjoying their life yeah I feel and like everyone's trying to become the people who are already successful, but what they don't realize is everything that those people have done is being themselves. Like they've done stuff like right. they've been motivated to do this by themselves, not by somebody else. They may have been or, or they may they, have been like inspired by somebody, but it's not it's not like, oh, I'm doing this to get money. And when they do get that to get money, they're the ones with all the problems. I I see a lot of people who subconsciously follow Mm-hmm. Uh, things, I guess right. you would say, uh, and, and choose to do things, you know, because other people did it. Okay, that seems cool. And then subconsciously, we start to actually put these expectations on ourselves without even realizing it, right. and which is insanely horrific. Right. Because yeah, it's toxic. Because it you're not even you're not even aware. Mm-hmm. You're trying to mold yourself into this picture perfect definition of what everybody's supposed to be. So you find one person that you look up to and you just try to be exactly like them. And that's the most toxic thing that you can do because nobody, oh, like a Tumblr post, be the best you that you can be because nobody else can be like you. But like, it's very true. It is. Because when I was, when I was a little girl, I lived in the suburbs when I moved here and back in New York, I lived in the suburbs and to this day, most of my friends were white. So I tried to be as much as I could like a white girl mm-hmm. that I could. Like I straightened my hair, I dressed like them, I tried to act like them, but like that's not me, mm-hmm. you know? Like that's not, I can't become someone who I'm not. So yeah. I just decided to embrace everything that I like, whether it's rap music or if it's cooking pasta or if it's eating three loaves of bread like I just do me and I found that that's so freeing because I don't care what I've I'm trying not to care what other people think and it's a really long journey but I think in the end it really pays off for it and I think this really connects a lot with the school environment what you are and what's expected of you at school like how you how you act around other people how how you're supposed to be nice to everyone but in reality you're not like you don't have to be nice to everyone you don't have by all means like you like don't be mean to anyone like but that doesn't mean be fake to their face you just don't go around them and i've exactly but the thing with being fake is we've taken this word and we've made it something that's like oh if you talk crap behind my back then you're being fake Mm. if i have a problem with you and i'm too heated to discuss it with you right now yes i'm going to vent Mm -hmm. being fake is not being nice to your face and then turning behind your back and like talking a bunch of crap being fake is oh wait no that is what being fake is (laughs) (laughs) i meant to say something else i meant being fake is not being polite Right. Being polite is something completely different, and a lot of people get that mixed up. 
Mm-hmm. Because if I don't like you, you, I won't try to spend time with exactly. you. I won't go out of my way to talk to you. But if you say hi to me, I will return the greeting because mm-hmm. I'm not mean. Right. I'm not rude. I thought the definition of fake was to be like everybody else. Nah, then you're different true. and I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the fake that I know yeah. from like everybody else's. Yeah, I, 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 I can see like both ways. Like, I, thought fake, I thought fake me? was equivalent to the word poser, kind of. <laughs> poser, I love that word. <laughs> Why do you love that word? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, you're such a poser. So there's something. There's something. How do posers come about, though? How, do, how are posers motivated? Obviously, it's because they of expectations. They someone. Exactly. Expectations, right? So they put those expectations, right? And then, and then they naturally just kind of, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'm going to look like I'm doing this, like that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But this is all negative Nancy about expectations. What's the great oh, no. thing I about feel like expectations? There there are very good things about expectations. You when you set up goals for yourself of what you want yourself to be, that I feel like that's a really good thing. When you shoot shoot uh, it's another saying like uh, well what is it? Like shoot, shoot for the stars. Uh, shoot what was it? Like I forgot, but like you know, you'll end up along the stars or whatever. But like, oh. be the best you you can, you like, do the best you can do. But if you're not exactly how you pictured yourself to be, that is more than fine. Then you are. That just makes you more and more of an individual, and that that's better in my opinion. I think there's a very delicate balance because you could either have such high expectations of yourself that you feel like you'll never live up to them and you're always stressed about it and you always mm. feel like you're not good enough or there are such low expectations of yourself that you're like, nothing I do matters. Mm. Let's just become a potato on the couch. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to talk about um, an example from Elon Musk's strategy. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're not, if you don't know who that is, he's, he's he runs... Uh, yeah, he's what's the, the founder SpaceX, of Tesla. SpaceX, he's the Tesla. president of the universe. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. So, uh, and and in Elon Musk is known to be that boss uh, in in the workforce that that really pushes everybody. Uh, in 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 the way he does that is he sets such high expectations. He even releases and announces uh, models and things like that. He's done mm-hmm. this before uh, that are so many years ahead. But he he releases it as if we're going to release it, you know, next year. Right, yeah. Hey, yeah, there construction you go. starts tomorrow, guys. Surprise! <laughs> right, right, right. But but what people have noticed, people who've observed the growth behind the company, is that they they've gone really fast and 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 mm. progressing towards that model much faster than would have if they were realistic about that announcement right. or if they were realistic about that expectation. Uh, because if you're realistic about that expectation, then how are you going to exceed it? So I think that's, you know, a, a good thing, I yeah. guess. But obviously these people were like constantly stressed, like Cassidy said, and things like that, which is not healthy. But in the end game, they made it somewhere. They made it somewhere right. faster than they would have without that. But I, is it worth it to have all the stress? No, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to gauge that or measure that. That is why expectations is such a mess. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is about expectations and this is why it's called a message (laughs) (laughs) i feel like a ton of the negative uh, 
things that come from expectations is when you compare or expect yourself to be like someone else. Comparisons. Comparison. Uh. If you if you set up goals to be like if I wanted to become if I wanted to become exactly like someone in the future, that that's impossible. I could never be exactly like someone. So for me, if I were to do that, then I would become fifty times more stressed than I would be if I were to compare myself to someone in the future instead of being me. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. agree. Yeah, no, I don't compare myself to people anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I try not to. I, it's yeah. really hard. It is really hard because you see everyone, like, on, especially with social media, you see either someone, just someone doing something spectacular and it's like, oh, man, I why didn't I do that? I, what if I did that? And it's always that... If I did that, I want to. I want to be like them. I'd like to bring up um, my. I've. I don't know. I haven't been in one place for like a very long time, mm-hmm. so I don't have that many expectations right. of who I am. I guess because I'm already uh, a person. Like I'm. I'm. I'm graduating five months uh, before grad. I'm not graduating before, but I'm going to a different state five months before my graduation and I'm graduating in another state. So I'm not going to be graduating in the same high school that I was Mm -hmm. with people that I've been with probably about like two years, a year and a half. And that sucks. But the thing with that is I don't have to meet anybody's expectations because I know eventually I'm leaving, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, uh, I've, I've been in schools for a shorter amount of time than other people have been. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for me, it's easy for me to not compare myself to other people. And I look at other people who have been in the same, uh, area for like a while. And it's, it's, it's weird because when you're in the same area for a while you are that person but then when you move to a different area and that entire reputation is changed then you can be a totally different person and then you learn how culture is so learned i guess Mm. you would say and 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 that's it's kind of insane because just do it like move away and people you don't even know and watch yourself change it's very weird Mm -hmm. but it's nice it's liberating if you can right. see it that way, if you can yeah. be optimistic about it. Obviously, like, I feel like, I mean, you're, you're obviously never going to be around the same people you are for your entire life. And if you are, then you've gone nowhere. Then you're in the same spot. And if you didn't want to go anywhere, like, good for you. But if you did, but if you did. Mm-hmm. do it. Right. Just do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do more, people. Do more. Do more! <laughs> uh... Let's see, what else? Expectations are a killer. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in school, we've had since before High School Musical, like, there were the jocks and oh the nerds. Oh, my gosh, yes. And the popular girls and the outcasts and the mm-hmm. goths and the skater people. So we've... Expectations, I think, also come from stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And they come from this us versus them mentality. Oh, yeah. Groups. Groups. Groups Groups is a big thing when it comes to expectations, right? So if uh, a person invites you into their group, they expect you to be like them. Mm -hmm. Like, that's your identity. Whatever that identity is. You got the big hair. Okay, big hair. I guess, like, you you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Big hair was popular at some point, right? Right. Like, big hair during the 80s, was it? Or... I don't 70s. know, 70s, so, was yeah, it 70s? Yeah. So everybody had big hair. Hey, there you go. And then you get more friends because you're mm-hmm. more relatable somehow. 
Yeah. But you're really not. Mm. Birds of a feather flock together. Mm. Yeah. I saw that at my orientation recently. Everybody yeah. who kind of looked the same, they all wanted to room together. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Oh, because yeah. it's comfortable. Yeah. And it's, it's easy. And it's lazy. People naturally go for the easy. People right. naturally are lazy. Yet they still have these expectations. Because mm-hmm. they want to be great. They want to, you always want to think that you're good. Nobody wants to think to themselves, yeah, I'm, a, I'm lazy, I'm awful. Even though that's become trendy now, which mm-hmm. I honestly don't yeah. like. Because lazy to me is awful. Mm-hmm. Like being lazy is one of the worst things that you can do. I think for it's yourself. a terrible condition. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's an actual, it's an actual terrible condition. You I don't think nothing. it's a condition because that gives them an out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a lot of what's... That's true. That's true. Like... Developed mm -hmm. condition. (laughs) (laughs) Of like... I think it's a lot of confusion of like what people think of laziness is. Like... Like, take a day off, by all means. That's not being lazy. If you've been working hard... Exactly. Exactly. But if you're like been doing nothing for forever, then that's you being lazy. You need to do something. But like, by all means, take a day off. Like, that's not necessarily being lazy. No one can go 24-7 working hard. You're going exactly. to tie yourself. We're not mm-hmm. machines. Mm-hmm. We can't mm-hmm. go 24 hours without doing something. And I think that's something that parents don't understand mm-hmm. sometimes. Because even though, yes, we go to school and then we have after-school activities and then we have homework, our parents still expect us to like get jobs, do a lot of com- community service, right. apply for scholarships. I think that middle school through high school are the most formative years of someone's life and yet the american government and yes i'm putting this on the government (laughs) put so much pressure on us Mm. to do as much as we can but we don't know who we are we don't know who our friends are our friends don't know who they are we don't trust adults we think we know everything and we were what 12 Mm. so Mm -hmm. (laughs) it just gets me heated it really does because we have 24 hours in a day we're supposed to get like nine hours of sleep to be healthy we have three hours of homework we come home at like seven exactly and what is all this for like when you're working nonstop, say you get into a great school but at that great school what are you going to do do nothing but work. And once you get out of that school, what are you going to do? Nothing work. but work. Exactly. And on top of that, half the college graduates, when they get out of college, they have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. They don't have jobs. There are no openings for jobs. We're screwed. <laughs> We're screwed. <laughs> We're screwed. Exactly. And then our parents, <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of a lot of what's expected, like what what's told of us like you can relax later in life once you've done everything once you've done all your jobs yeah when we i'm won't, 70 exactly we won't be able to do what we're able to do now when we're 70 there's so many less opportunities like us as kids i feel like we neglected a lot too there's so many opportunities like we can do so much stuff but at the same time if you overdo yourself then you're not getting any of the benefits from doing from taking these opportunities then again, though, we have a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. We have so many so opportunities. Many. We have so many more opportunities than other people oh, yeah, have gotten sure. like oh, you know, earlier days. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean, though? What that does that, does that mean? That the expectations have... are like 
raised when there are so many opportunities being I think... presented to you? Because a lot of people, what what what's the like the what's the societal definition of millennials again? It's like oh lazy, you know they mm-hmm. they but we're don't. Not millennials. <laughs> millennials. Oh, that's right. Millennials are. We're generation. We're gen. We're Gen Z. Right, but or X. But yeah. let's be honest, like, when people, like, look at us, they're like, oh, you, millennials, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and, and what's like, that? shut up, you ruined our economy. <laughs> and, what's that? and, like, the, de- the, the definition of millennials. Mm-hmm. So is lazy, incompetent, uh, selfish, high maintenance. selfish, high maintenance, mm-hmm. uh, and, and things like that. Right. And what could that be from? That I, could be from... I. I think it could be expectations. Yeah. I, I think I think so that a lot. can definitely Especially, be a like with all of like the pop culture too these days. It's so it's so influential on on like kids. Yeah, we're we're kids. Like we're growing up. We 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 are very easily in, influenced. And oh sorry. <laughs> you can go. You can go. Right. But all that's being shown to us is Oh my gosh, she's perfect. Everyone use her lipstick. Oh my gosh, bro, he's so so buff. You need to be work out just as much as him. And no, I don't know. Exactly I don't know like about him. that anymore. That that's not an expectation to be buff. Like, have you seen the guys like around oh, here? Well. You're like, what in the world? Like, <laughs> even, even guys that go to like play football or whatever, they're like little sticks. You can oh, probably yeah. like break it. You know. I think that the older generations see social media. Mm. They see Twitter. They see Snapchat. They see Facebook. They see computer jobs where we're just sitting on our butts. Mm-hmm. They see the protests. So that's where that comes from. High maintenance is the protest because we're standing up for what we believe in. And that's not their conventional way of standing up for what mm-hmm. you believe in. They see social media. They're like, oh, all they do is sit on their phones and like tweet stuff. Yeah. But they don't yeah. see the, the tweets that go viral that say, hi, my brother father sister mother needs this type of blood and she's going to die they don't see those tweets going viral they don't see people getting liver transplants because somebody gave them up on twitter they don't see people getting found after hurricanes because the twitter community blows up your feed with pictures of these people so that you can find them they see computer jobs because their work ethic was more physical than computer but we're in a different age now where technology is everything yeah more than ever now uh, everyone has the individual power to influence people mm-hmm. uh, i guess you would say because anybody can upload a video anybody can post you right. know something uh they're writing or anything like that so and, and reach a large audience like a very large audience compared to what you were able to do back in the day in order to get any article out or something like that <laughs> yeah 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 like yeah <laughs> flyers or, or or not even then like people would just write it down and just like lay in their notebooks and they wouldn't go anywhere there's so many people that have uh wrote, wrote things down and and it's just a lot of people liked it and then it became a big thing like that's a thing blogs right there's people our age doing blogs uh and which or is podcasts. And, or podcasts <laughs> yes <laughs> which is interesting um i think it's exciting but then it's also it also comes with this negative effect uh, because everybody's so naturally wanting to be like everybody else that when those influences are made, then everybody else's content becomes the same. And then a loss for individuality becomes. Uh, and then a lack of confidence becomes. But and I think that that also makes us more individual because no two things go viral. 
except for dogs. Dogs, dogs. always go viral. <laughs> but Or cats. Yes, mm. or cats. But you can see with Vine, there are no two Vines that are exactly the same. Okay, but okay. But they're so individual. I'd like to argue against that, though, because the... Uh, a known thing be uh, a known thing for millennials is is a loss of attention span because it's like six seconds of media for each vine right is it six yeah. seconds i don't yeah, i don't remember yeah. and, and that's it like <laughs> mm-hmm. we can't I, I can i can for certain because i don't know what vine is like i haven't even downloaded the app at all okay like i i, I don't like watch vines vine's dead, vine's dead. <laughs> is vine dead? Oh. Vine's dead bro. well i see I, I don't even know what's going on in that in that thing but here's the thing like people our age they can't listen to a, a an hour long comedy show. They can't mm-hmm. like appreciate, you know, a, right. a comedy show. They're so funny. Like, oh my goodness, everybody's just like at our age, just waiting for that one liner, that one liner. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, but what what about the build up? What about the build up that makes that one liner exactly. yeah. beautiful? Exactly. And I feel like that goes a lot. Like with everything that happens, like look at video games. Everyone doesn't want to play the video game, but wants to say they beat it. Like, no one wants to go through the process of it, but, like, especially, like, now, like, with YouTube, with YouTube, no one buys the game. No one, there's not a lot of people who buy games anymore. They just watch the ending of it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Or That's they true. watch the tutorial. Exactly. I know I did that for Pop Tropica. <laughs> <laughs> when I, no, when I couldn't get through a level, I was like, okay, how yeah. to beat the level? Mm-hmm. Pop Tropica? Yeah. Oh, wow, memories. memories. Pop Tropica and Minecraft. Those mm. two got me through endless summers. Oh, my God. Minecraft. Yeah. <sighs> but I've realized every single time I do that, yeah, I'll get through a level or whatever that may be. But once, if I figure it out for myself, I'm like a million times more satisfied with myself. Yeah. I have to be like on the level for like 20 minutes, like mm-hmm. on the brink of tears from frustration. Right. Because I've tried the same thing like 20 times. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good time for a commercial break. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Have you ever gone to a museum and wonder what the cavemen built their tools out of? Rocks. Have you ever looked at a stone wall? Rocks. Have you ever tried to make a sundial in the forest? Rocks. Rocks. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was good. So that was a great commercial. That was fantastic. Yes, yes, I think the quality was great. I want to thank great. our sponsors over at Rock Enterprises. Mm-hmm. Rock Enterprises. Oh goodness, good lord! Good work. So good. They, they make good some work. good rock. The Lord is just kicking and rocking mm-hmm. and give us us rocks everywhere we go, whether we are looking at a museum, or you know, looking at a wall, or a making sundial a sun- making a sundial. <laughs> making a sundial. Anyways, besides cool. rocks, there are expectations. Mm. Expectations of these rocks, isn't there? Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's expectations of everything. When you look at a rock, you think, oh, that rock has to be hard. You you don't. There's so many different types of rocks. Yeah, I mean, know? like, what if what if you go up to like a? It's like a hologram, and or, it looks like a rock, and you expect to like pick mm-hmm. it up, and then and, and, exactly. and then you get pissed off exactly. because you can't pick it up. Like, like, or you pick up a rock and you try to squeeze it, mm-hmm. and you expect a hard surface, but then it yeah. smushes. You just killed a sea cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, I think that's very accurate with a lot of the things we do. Like if you guys ever watched that episode of SpongeBob when Plankton has to eat, but his wife Karen gives him like that projected meatloaf. Like it's because Plankton's live off of okay, you're H2O. right. H two O. Oh my gosh. Nope, photosynthesis. Photo. And but yes, yeah. but like you get what yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But I mean, uh, you know, this is all a metaphor, uh, an yeah. analogy for, mm-hmm. for really, you know, you, you set expectations. And sometimes that's why we're not happy, because we mm-hmm. don't meet them. And maybe those expectations are ran by, you know, because of other people. Right. You know, this is just a conclusion. There's This definitely can be a conversation that is brought out to so many, so many different things. So many things. branches. Oh, yeah. Like a tree. And what's at the bottom of trees? Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, like I think I think we're done with these rocks, right, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. rocks thing. I'm I'm never done. You're never I'm done. done. <laughs> yes, no. But yeah. yeah. No, but uh, you know, it, it's it's been a very interesting podcast here having uh, Cassidy and Thomas uh, being invited over. It was a very I don't know. It was it was interesting, and I hope you guys had fun with it. I did. Yeah, I it did. was eye opening. It yeah. Ten out of ten. Would would try again. So I'd like to ask you guys. Uh, your expectations mm. on what this would have been and then compared to what it was. Mm. I expected this to be kind of weird, not <laughs> going to lie. Yeah? Yeah, because yeah. I've never seen anybody. The closest thing that I've come to seeing a podcast being made is I saw a video of people on a radio show, so I thought it would be yeah. like kind of something like that, right, but right. not really. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it was like really cool, really chill. Yeah. Just overall... Great time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What were your expectations, um, Tom? When I came in, you know, you know, I, I watched a lot of Mike and Mike in the morning or wherever I came from. But it's a lot of, I, I guess I expected a lot of arguing. But in reality, it was just a ton of agreeing and, like, stuff you wouldn't have thought of. Not necessarily you don't know, but things you don't know. Yeah, see, I mean... My expectation was that I was going to be able to use this room uh, that we started out at and recording, but then someone was like, hey, can we use this room for this? And then I was like, okay, you know, I'm a nice person. Whatever. We're all nice people, so we're like, okay, fine. They expect you to say yes. Yeah, yeah, but then, but then I expected to have this nice... Qu- you came onto this podcast wanting to listen and have a nice quality time with a messy subject. But no, we got it ruined by keys and people keys. walking by mm-hmm. and a door opening and things like that. But that's okay. That's okay. You want to know why? Because, because it's okay if you don't meet the expectations. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like we see right here, we have Cassidy saying, this was a cool experience. She thought it would be weird. It's a cool experience. Mm-hmm. That's good enough for me. Is that good enough for you, Thomas? Oh, yeah. I think that's good enough for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. And expectations aren't something that needs to happen either. Like, expectations are just goals, but if you find something else that you want to do or want to happen along the way, by all means, change your expectations. At any point. Mm-hmm. It's not set in stone. Well, I think we've definitely discussed the subject of expectations. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Rocks. Rocks. Yeah, rocks. 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 And rocks. Have fun, guys, and make sure you be careful with those expectations. Find a balance.